0: All of you to join me in singing the uh, affirmation of today. We're gonna count it down from five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. And now it's just begun. And now it's just begun. Yeah. And it's only for a moment. And it's only for a moment. Yeah, the now has just begun. Said the now has just begun. Yeah, yeah. And it's only for a moment. Shee! And it's only for a moment. Wagwan, people, was popping. Out here, I see, yeah, yeah, so what is already in there with the mantra for this year. My name is Michelle Amin. You're listening to the Two High to Go Hell Live, and uh, something that I do every single morning, every single day. Um, I've taken it upon myself to come here on the live and talk about a topic that I think is very important spiritual health. Um, I run. I am the leader, or should I say, the thought leader behind a lifestyle principle called "World Change of Life." And with that, I um... with that I push um, the the thought, the ideology that we are responsible for creating the life that we live. We are responsible for living in the world that we want to see. Right? Heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility is the constant statement that backs that way of thinking. World Change Life is my brand, it's my lifestyle principle that I have created to help this generation and the next one understand one, the power they have, the beauty that they have of life, the power that they have as human beings, and the responsibility that they have. For creating the world that they want to see man and so every day i've dedicated myself to come and speak on various different um subjects around taking responsibility for our spiritual health hey joe you singing with me much love man much love much love man but so guys thank you for joining me every single day this is too high to go hell season uh, too high to go hell is the name is the title for all of the creative outlets that you are going to be seeing from me this year I said I have an album coming I have a book coming and I have a podcast coming next month starting next month we're going to be putting up a weekly podcast and if you are on my broadcast list you'll be getting daily um, not just podcasts but also inspirational messages um Audio, visuals, private conversations, from voice notes and all of that. So if you are on my WhatsApp broadcast list, that is what you will also be getting starting next month. And anyone who's on it is already getting some stuff right now. Uh, So if you want to be on my broadcast list, please DM me your WhatsApp number, and we will take it from there, man. Um, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist. I'm a creative. I'm a thinker. You know, I'm a leader, I'm an innovator. And so I just wanted to give myself portals of expression. I don't, I'm not into politics, even though I can be very political in the things that I say, I guess. I'm not into politics. I'm not into mathematics and I just like to flow. I like to create, I like to energize, yeah? And so that's all I'm doing this year. I'm not thinking too much, I'm just giving. I'm creating and I'm giving and anyone who wishes to receive, I don't want to spam no one, I don't want to bombard no one, I just want to connect with the people that want what I have to share, in hopes that whatever they share with me, you know, can be reciprocated with the same energy, so I will say this, I have been having some problems recently with my Instagram, for some reason, everything I tag is not going to tags, meaning when you click the tag, you do not find my content at all, so guys, um, in the spirit of sharing energy, if you like anything I do, if you like anything I post, please share it, repost it, use the hashtag, well change your life, use the hashtag too high to go hell, use any hashtag you see me using, please, because I want to spread this message, and I don't know what's happening on Instagram right now, with. The different blocks, and I don't really care. I just want to share, and so and just say that if you like what I do, please, please share, um, because this is what I dedicate my life to. I'm full time on everything you see me doing. And for those of you who don't know what I do, um, I create music. This song in the background is something is um, part of a series that I created. I create music not only for myself. I write for artists. I produce for artists. I produce for films. I produce for soundtracks, podcasts, and, and other. Um, I'm also a mindset coach. I see people all around the world. I've got clients from in ATL, LA. I've got clients in Kenya. I've got clients in London. I've got clients in Germany, Czech Republic. Yeah, I'm a one-to-one mindset coach. I help people um, find and navigate their life by finding their heaven and understanding the responsibility they have to what they say they want in their life. I coach people on those things. I also... Hey, are well you in Dallas. I also run a business called the Village Link-Up, taking uh, Africans from the diaspora, wherever you are in the world, to Africa for immersive experiences because I have a mission in reacquainting black people with the motherland so that they can ob- see and observe the value... And the richness in which they have held from. Does that make sense? So I've made it my business to do that. So those are the various outlets I have. Um, There's many more. I also coach people in businesses. Meaning I go into businesses and do staff training and wellness sessions with people and their staff. I run seminars. I run workshops on spiritual health. All of these things. So I'm just laying it out there. So, ...for people to know. It's 4.04am. Alright, we're going to keep you up right now. So, good morning, guys. I hope you lot are blessed, man, for real, for real. I'm currently in Kenya, um, Nairobi, to ex- to be exact. Like I said, I'm on mission, I'm on job with everything that I do. I believe Africa is everything, so I have no business other than my people in London... ...who I dearly miss, by the way. If you're in London, I miss you so much. And, I- and I'm going to be coming back to be doing concerts, seminars... And just hanging out with my with my kin, um, you know what I mean. But other than that, I, my business is in Africa. My business, uh, my life is is dedicated to uplifting Africa and to and to and to contributing to the continent in the most beautiful ways possible. The the topic of this year is spiritual health. I believe we talk too much about physical health. And mental health, which are important But spiritual health governs everything that we do From a mental and a physical standpoint So if, you're, if you are unaware of your spiritual, uh, of your spiritual uh, health Then it means that you can actually ruin your efforts In a physical and mental way Now what do I mean by spiritual health? When we talk about spiritual health I'm talking about your energy uh, intake And your energy output right that's what spirit is about don't let no one fool you the basic level spirit is about energy communication your energy operation today something that uh you know sparked my brain today was about how we communicate there's a saying if you do the same thing over and over again expecting different results that is a form of insanity Some of us are well-intentioned with the things that we want to do with our lives, with the kind of um, environments we want to create, um, with the kind of relationships we want to have. We're very clear on what we want, but we seem to think the same application to those things are going to work. Does that make sense? I've been a music artist since I was 13. I do not take the same approach to my music as I did as a 13 year old I'm 30 now right I don't take the same approach to business or even my relationships with women as I did when I was a teenager I've understood along the way that in order to get the best results out of my relationships the best results out of my businesses the best results out of my creative expressions I have to find newer ways of approaching the same thing does that make sense? like making a good meal, last time you put too much salt this time you're gonna add a little bit, this time you're gonna change the soap you're just gonna use lemon and garlic and herbs this time you're gonna remove the the oil, you're gonna change the oil you understand? you try and try and try and try and this is what I want to encourage you to do if there's um, something in your life that you're trying to make work Let's say relationships with people, and it's for some reason you keep hitting stumbling blocks with this person, this thing, this this, uh, this activity. Change your approach, change your method, right? One of the biggest things uh, that we that we neglect is the way we communicate with each other. Sometimes the way you're communicating can really um, impede on the results you get from someone. Yeah. Communication is an art form. So the way you say something to someone, yeah? The way you express yourself to someone may be the very thing that is causing the results you're getting from this person. Does that make sense? You know? Um, I read something today uh, that my friend posted about, you know, women. And if you don't give them, like, um, room to express themselves... ...or room to feel free... ...or room to communicate... ...openly and honestly... ...then it's going to shut them down... ...physically... ...and they may not avail themselves to you... ...sexually... ...in a way that you desire... ...if this other place of them... ...is also closed... ...so if you close her... ...intellectually... ...if you close her... ...emotionally... ...if you close her... ...um... ...spiritually... ...then she will also close to you physically... ...and... ...you know... ...again... It's about having the understanding that um, things of what you say understanding what you do and how that court and how that leads to the effects that you're experiencing in the person that you're relating with I'm going off the head right now so I hope I'm not um, um, oh going up going over your head as I'm speaking but it's this is just me flowing what I'm saying is if we want a different result from someone we're relating with whether that be a friend partner brother sister mother father colleague manager random person on the street we have to always revert because see sometimes we take we pay too much attention to what someone is not doing or what they are doing that is not favorable to us sometimes all the time we have to revert ourselves back to the power that we have what is the power that you always have? that you will never ever be able to be removed from the power of thoughts, intentions and interactions no one can take those things away from you the way you interact with someone is absolutely in your control so someone could spit at you and I could get a brick and, and, and slap it over your head That is was down to me you could spit at me and I could just sit there and say I love you that's also down to me now you could try both and I suggest you do you understand but as you try both understand again back to this word responsibility understand the responsibility you must take from uh, from the results you receive from the way you communicate with somebody yeah so there are things you do knowingly or unknowingly that triggers people now it is not your duty to uh, be responsible for what triggers them. However, it is your duty if you seek a particular result from somebody in your relationship. Then it is your duty to be aware of the things that you do that triggers them. Not because you are there to please them, but because you are you seek your intentions. Is to have a great relationship with them. Your intentions is to, uh, you know, have a relating that is favorable to both of you. Yeah. So, because of that, you now take special care with the the words you use when talking to someone. Ladies, be careful how you talk to the men in your life. The words you say can truly damage them and there may be things that you want from these men that you desire from these men that you know that these men are well equipped to give you but the way you're communicating to these men is actually causing them to retract even more you may be causing them men to go into themselves even more and retract from you that which you know they can give you and maybe even inside of them they want to give you. One thing I've noticed about us as human beings and even me and myself, we want to give. We want to be free. We want to show love. We want to be open. We want to say yes to things and not no to everything. We want to do that. And what stops us from doing that? Lack of trust, fear, fear. That is within us, right? And a fear that our openness will not be received well, that it will be taken advantage of, that it will be it will be abused, right? And and so so because of that, we 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 remain tight. We remain tight and be like, no, this is mine. I'm not giving it to you. You don't deserve this. Or no, you got right? We remain tight. Now, where is that serves as some form of protection for you? I truly believe that energy must flow. And energy that doesn't flow will end up being a disease on you. Does that make sense? Like if blood cannot flow through your body and it crystallizes in a section of your body, it creates a disease in you and leads to your ultimate demise. I believe the spirit is exactly the same way. Energy must flow. Energy must flow that's why in the Bible there's a saying that says if someone asks you for something you give it to them yeah that is, that is a principle we have lost because we live in an age of mistrust mistrust, deception, fakery and all of these things now it's not like I, I'm no one to dictate to you what you must do but I have seen within myself right that as people have blessed me when I am in need and people have opened and availed themselves to me when I am in need I too must do the same things to other people if I am to keep that energy flowing there are many people in your life who have blessed you when times are hard who have blessed you when you had nowhere to look and nowhere to turn to have been a miracle in your life and now someone has come to you in your life and has called you to be a blessing blessing on them to be a miracle to them and you have refused because of fear because of lack of trust mainly for yourself right and because you believe remaining tight is going to be the only way you can hold on to some form of power and i believe and i'm in the practice of and trust me i'm not a master at this but i have seen that it is the way to go and i'm in practice of allowing Letting go. Allowing things to flow. If someone asks me for something and I can give it, then I give it. If I can't, then I can't. And they have to find it somewhere else. I'm not supposed to be their blessing today. But if I can give it, like literally can give it, can allow it, have the ability to do it, then it is incumbent upon me because of the energy flow that I need to continue is to allow is to avail myself is to give it is incumbent upon me to do that why is it incumbent upon me to do that because we live in a network of energy we live in a network of energy guys and we are constantly as we are pulling extracting from trees, extracting from people, extracting from food, as we are extracting from media, as we are extracting from the sun, the minerals in the air, the dirt in the ground, as we extract from all of these things, things are extracting from us. Are you following me? Things like the trees are extracting from us. Other people are extracting from us. Our love, passion, our jobs, our work, our daily work is extracting from us. Animals, mosquitoes (laughs) is extracting from us. And we must allow the energy to flow less we will uh, end up causing some sort of clot, energy clot. That becomes a, a stumbling block in our life. What do I mean by that? Another place you, I love, another place you can observe that in your life is: have you ever been in a house or gone into someone's room when they've had the door closed and they're sick? Yeah. The reason, why, the reason why people remain sick is be, not just because of what's going on in their body, but because what they don't allow to move through their body. Yeah. That energy. When you open a window and allow the air to clean your house. Open a window. We have to go back to watching our grandparents and how they curated their space. Very spiritual people. Wake up. Five in the morning. Open their space. um, Sweep the ground. Right? Energy clearing. Allowing energy to flow through. We must, guys. We are porous people. Meaning, our, our skin absorbs everything it's not just hair it's not just hair it's not just hair it's not just hair it's It's a whole body that absorbs everything allow energy to flow through you so when someone asks you for something find it if you have the in your power to give give because you have you will need a blessing in your life too you will need a blessing in your life and life will always show you that and you may not need the same blessing. You may be blessed with money, for example. You may be blessed with, 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 with all kinds of money and, and resources in that way. But you may, you may not be blessed with the wisdom of uh, how to build something. Or the wisdom of how to you know, speak and engage with people, for example. And you may need that from somebody else that's the point God resides in all of us but we are not the almighty God we are different organs and every organ has a beauty and a specific job to do so the heart has the job to do the liver has a job to do the lungs right all of these things have a job to do but guess what they as as independent as they are they are also codependent on the function of the rest of the body so if one part ain't doing its job the other part is going to mess up too I'm saying, one of your jobs is to be a blessing onto other people. Yeah? One of your jobs is to be a, a light onto someone else's life. Have you ever noticed how you can't be strong for yourself sometimes? But if your friend or loved one is in dire need, you almost become superhuman. You get this almost supernatural ability to just be there for the person that you love. Have you ever noticed that? Like in your own space, you're weak. Like you shit on yourself and you ain't got no words, good shit, nothing to say to you. But if someone in you love is in need, you become superhuman. You have all the right things to say. You know exactly what needs to be done. You know exactly um, you know what to do for them and be behind them. Do you get what I'm saying? You know exactly what it is right i'm saying guys when you give your life when you live for other people when you live to serve other people you will attract other people that will live to serve you so you are covered you as you look this way someone is looking out for you i see you in the comments Yes, helping me during a tough time. I'm ill at the moment with pneumonia and a lot of pain, and appreciate the advice and and way of thinking. Much love, much love, much love, much love, much love, much love, much love. I pray um, for your health and that you get better, man. Please, um, pneumonia and a lot of pain. I'm so sorry to hear that. Please seek the the necessary advice. Please watch the energy. Um, one thing that's really important that we that. A lot of us don't understand about healing, um, and I'm not saying you don't. I don't know you, but a lot of us don't understand about healing that it's 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 so much energy. Like what you consume, what you do whilst you're ill, and even when you're not ill, will really affect you when you are um, in 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 times of need. Now, when you're in times of like when you are when you are sick. What you're putting into your body, what you're putting into your psyche, what you're taking in, who you're around. This is why, you know, people live longer. You know, when they're in hospital, they live longer when they've got family and people around them. Because energy, my people, energy is bigger than a life support machine. A life support machine only does what family is supposed to do. Does that make sense? So, back to what I'm saying and thank you a lot for tuning in and thank you for your your comments man what I'm saying guys be a watcher of the things you say and the things you do and how you are communicating let me take it back to myself for a second you know I can be very possessive of my possessions don't touch that leave that alone that's mine you know I paid for that that kind of thing I can be that person sometimes and I'm realising again as I'm understanding more and more about energy energy transformation and energy uh, movement I'm like being like that being so crystal being so rigid in my possessions is me actually disrespecting what is actually in me Why do I say that, right? It's not that I shouldn't take care of my possessions. It's not that I shouldn't even, um, uh, uh, you know, have place high value on my possessions. But to think that these possessions are more important than a life that needs them, that another life that needs to use them, is now me putting material over God. Is now me putting matter... Over life force energy when life force energy gives life to matter. Do you understand? It's the same principle that says seek the kingdom and everything else shall be granted to you. My body is not God, my body is the is is the place that God inhabits, but God still exists outside of this flesh. Do you understand? So the power that I have. Is not in these material things. I give these material things power. I give them importance. And so, if I can, if I, if my, if 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 I know that um, you also are a reflection of the God that's within me, then why would I block you from be, from being blessed from the same things that blessed me? I should want to continue. That blessing because I know it's going to come back tenfold this is an attitude that I am adopting for myself and being mindful that I am in practice of this attitude because I can be very selfish when it comes to my possessions because I worked hard for them they mean a lot to me and they are part of my livelihood right you don't you may not even realize how how you are talking to people How you are dealing with people is putting blocks on your life that you are unaware of. Meaning, if you are someone who seeks to be wealthy, if you are someone who seeks to live an abundant life, then you have to give that. You have to live in that space. You understand? If you you want love, you have to give love. You have to give it. Because from an energetic standpoint... You are matching that which you are saying you want. And if you are matching it, then it's going to continually, continually be attracted in your life. But you cannot sit there and say, I want abundance. I want love. I want freedom. I want, you know, to be wealthy. But you are acting like a peasant. You are acting like someone who has nothing to give. You are not. your energy into serving something someone somewhere you're not doing none of those things but you're expecting so much how then you will always remain in lack you will always remain without you will always be in trouble and you will always feel like an island you act like an island the universe will treat you like an island does that make sense are you following me let me read some comments again so true, I've noticed I've been mentally and physically stressed working as a doctor in a children's hospital, wow. So definitely have a lot of myself, not looking after myself, work home, work sleep, repeat, man. Yes, and also needing to let things go and and give your energy freely without expecting others to necessarily do the same. That puts a lot of stress on your mind and bitterness. Let me address that last point because it's very true. Like I said, we live in a network, family. A network. So the person that you bless is not necessarily the person that's coming to bless you. That's not how it works. Yeah? They might not be in a position, right? Or even have the mental or capacity to understand that they can bless you. Your blessing will come in forms that you won't even recognize. It's not even your duty. It's not even your duty to look for a blessing from that person. It's not even your duty or responsibility to uh, to know where that blessing will be received again. It's your duty to keep blessing knowing that as you put out, as you sow, so shall you reap meaning there is absolutely no way by scientific principle that you can plant melons in the ground and extract bananas only a sick person will believe that you can plant melons in the ground and somehow extract a banana does that make sense? you you get out what you put in so your life right now and this is the hard part, but I want you to pay attention to what I've pinned right here. Heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. Your life right now is a culmination of what you have planted over the years. Knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or subconsciously. And unfortunately, it is, it's, it's more subconscious than not. That's why we need to become watchers of ourselves. Because a lot of the things we are attracting are not conscious things. It's subconscious things that we are doing that we're not, we're not paying attention to. Right? So please, please know. It is not your duty to try and figure out where your blessings are going to come from. Your duty. Like, plants don't know which bees are going to come and help it fertilize. They don't know. They know that they got such and such to give. And if they keep on giving, them, them bees are going to come and it's going to make it happen. That's how I approach my life. I'm a mindset coach, right? I make a business out of coaching. I have one-to-one clients all over the world in various industries, in various um, uh, uh, fields. I have you know, clients that I deal with one-to-one. I don't know where these clients are going to come from. And I don't necessarily actively go out and seek people to coach. I show up every day for what I know I have to give to the world and, and I let people know that this is what I have availed myself to do. Those people who's no, who want my services will find me and they do. Does that make sense? Similarly with, with everything else I do and you know what you know the ease? You know the ease that comes. Like, um, Prasad. Yeah? Prasadvak said bitterness. Oh, bitterness can be a. Oh, it's a slow killer, man. It's like a blood clot in your whole being. Bitterness, man. Thinking that, look, I do this all the time and no one notices me. Look, I put this out and I work so hard and look, they don't give me what I deserve oh my god that, that can kill you B I can kill you that can eat you up man and I've literally guys you need to do what you need to do to, to remove yourself from that place I've changed my whole way of communicating and giving I wake up literally literally just to give what I have whether that be in music whether that be in um, discussions whether that be in helping people with their spiritual health whether that be just flipping sitting down and having a conversation Yeah, so the point is, I've known like my only mission when I wake up in the morning is just to do that because all the other stuff will kill me. And it does. And, you know, thankfully, um, that is working out for me. So the mantra of the year, guys, or the thought, the affirmation of the year is heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility Meaning, you deserve heaven in your life. You deserve the best. You deserve to, you know, you deserve to experience the best in life. You deserve happiness, health and wealth. But understanding that the, how that looks, your experience of that and how that is designed around your life is absolutely your responsibility. Does that make sense? It's absolutely Your responsibility to make that happen. And my belief is that if everyone takes that level of responsibility for their energy operation, their energy intake, and their energy output, if everyone takes that level of responsibility for themselves, then I truly believe we will live in a paradise society. I've been accused of being idealistic. I've been accused of romanticizing life. But actually, on the contrary, I'm proud of those titles. Because it is romantic people. Or Afromantic, since I'm an African. Yeah, It is idealists. It is the dreamers. And those people who are called crazy on the ground. Who when they die and pass on. Their words, their ideas, their notes, their, you know, creative works become the curriculum that builds and designs the next world. And I am proud to sit in a position and I will give my life to the concept that we as human beings can create heaven. On earth Less Don't Talk to me about it Why talk about heaven If you don't believe We can exist in it Why talk about paradise If you don't believe If we can exist in it And if you believe That we can exist in it Be Live Be Live Be Live Be live Be live Then be it And live it Be it And live it If you believe that this world can be a great place if you believe that there is a paradise hidden in the fabric of this earth if you believe, right that there is beauty and love at the core of every human being if you believe that then you need to be and live that thing I'm not into theory right Theory is good for a nice little wank. Theory is nice for masturbation. But I'm into living experiences. Right? Because I'm tired, guys. I'm genuinely tired. Yeah? I'm tired. What is Mikhail Amin tired of? Yeah? I am a young uh, black man of African descent. I grew up in London you know, and I look back on my history, I see the state of the world, guys, and it frustrates me, yeah, years and years and years after years, you know, I see what my ancestors go through, I see what many men, well-intentioned men have gone through before me, I see what different societies have been through. Um, you know, all different cultures I've seen the pain and suffering That every human being has been put through At some stage in history And I promise you, that gets to my the core of my soul And I grew up reading words Comforting words about a heaven That is supposed to come at some point I grew up reading about a paradise that we are supposed to exist and living that's supposed to come, yeah? I, I grew up absorbing these narratives that were comforting through the pain that we existed in. Are you not following me? I grew up seeing those things. But I'm not going to waste another 30 years of my life Praying and waiting for such a thing to come. So, and I'm, and then when I have children, I have to give them the same rhetoric that my grandparents told me one day, one day. When is that fucking day? When is that day? I refuse to live my life waiting on someone to save me. When every person that has changed this world every person that has 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 pushed and made value in this world they have exactly what I have been given which is life which is a heart a brain hands and feet to manifest it what is the point of being made in the image and likeness of God if you cannot put Godly things into practice. What is the point. Of doing that. What is the point. Of being given dominion. Over land and sea. And animals. If you cannot put into practice. If you cannot put into practice. That which you. Have been blessed with. Animals do not have willpower, they have survival instincts and they have a function, that's it. We have willpower, meaning I can take something in my head and bring it out, like whatever I fathom in my brain, I can take it out and man, we are freaking wizards we are magical creatures we always looking for unicorns we always looking for flipping you know mythical you are the mythical you are the most wonderful creature made in existence you have the power to take nothing and make it manifest today when you leave your house when you leave your house today I want you to literally look around you at everything that you see. I need you to understand, right? Because we overlook these things. I need you to look around you at everything that you take part in today. Whether you're walking into a shop and you're scanning a barcode of your favorite chocolate, right? I need you to look when you step into your Uber and you see the driver at the wheel and you ask him for the AUX cable to listen to your music on your iPhone in this the app like i need you to like consume everything that you do today and understand that at some point in history this was a figment of someone's imagination that's what i'm talking about family like every single detail of your life was a figment Of someone's imagination. It was an idealistic view. It was a romanticization of possibility. Don't give me no pessimistic talk about Mikel, you're too idealistic. I love those titles. You're a pessimist. A low key pessimist. Because everything was an idealistic view. The thought of putting 20 foot metal into the sky and shaped like a bird was a flipping crazy, absolute ridiculous idea at some point in time. Now you casually wake up and book your flights to Magaluf and Miami and you don't bat an eyelid at the fact that you are flying thousands of feet in the sky. You don't even think about it anymore. You sit there with your little, with your little nice little cup on the plane and you don't even think about it you just think it's normal it's not normal it's not normal a human being sat in his house one day and said I wish we could do what birds do it would probably be easier to fly instead of spending months on this flipping um, crazy terrain of a a sea well what's waiting to be invented right now family what is sitting in the crevices of your mind that you you are sitting on There's a blessing waiting to happen that you are holding yourself back from. You are holding yourself back from truly changing this world because you don't understand or believe in the power of your own thinking. I hope you're following me, man. This is so near and dear to my heart and I lose sleep over this shit. I lose sleep over this shit. I don't sleep over these things. I cannot... Not think about these things Like In our brains That's what I'm saying Like please Do not fall for Like The social media programming Of getting caught up In The negative The bad The corrupt Like I don't understand Why people are so obsessed Over Over Just Stupid people We obsess Over stupid people When in your brain Is the capacity To manifest Anything so the bulk of your day, the bulk of your life, the bulk of your expressions should be on what you are trying to manifest, not what you are trying to avoid. If you're thinking about what you're trying to avoid, you are actually calling what you're trying to avoid into your life. Even in your words. If even if like like I have to tell someone today, I had to tell someone, someone did something to me today, you know. And I was like, I didn't say, don't talk to me like that. I said, speak to me like this. You see, my focus was on what I want, not what I don't want. If you keep saying, I don't want to be poor. The only image in your mind with that sentence is poor. We are images. This is why hieroglyphs and the new hieroglyphs is brands. This is a hieroglyph. This is a hieroglyph. The night tick. Because images communicate way more than words. The first written language was images, symbols. Because that's how we see things in images. So if you say, I don't want to be poor, the only image that comes to your mind is, I poor. Because don't has no image. I want poor. Poverty. Your word should be, I want to be wealthy. You understand? So even when you experience, if someone says something to you, your word shouldn't be, don't talk to me like that. It should be, speak to me like this. When you're speaking to a child, don't do that is your favorite word as a parent. But as a parent, you shouldn't be telling your child, don't do this. You should be giving your ch- telling your child, hey son, focus, focus. On this hey son or or daughter be mindful of this hey son that is hot this will burn you so be mindful of this don't touch that is an invitation for me to go and touch it do not go beyond this point that's why language is mad family that's why language is mad family and I'm saying Look at the pin of what I've pinned down there. Heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. And when I talk about heaven, I'm not talking about the sexy shit only. I'm talking about every, every single section of your life. And I'll be the first to put my hands up and say, Mikhail Amin has not got it all figured out. But what I do know is this, guys. I'm not waiting on somebody to create something that, this universe that that the almighty creator has put here for me has put inside of me why? I have hands I have legs <clears throat> furthermore people without hands and legs do more than people with hands and legs you understand? so I'm trying to figure out I need water. Hold on one sec. I'm trying to figure out what I need to do. I'm trying to figure out what I need to do, what my responsibility is. Because I spent too many years complaining about what other people are not doing for me. I spent too many years um, just, yeah, complaining, pointing fingers about what this person is not doing for me and how they... Are not taking notice of me and how they are blocking me from being successful and how they are not um, giving me what I deserve and how they and how they are, they are, they. And one morning I had to look at myself and say, Fuck you, Mikhail. I literally had to look at myself and say, Fuck you. Because here you sit waiting on, the, on another man or woman to give you happiness, to give you resources. To give you access, yeah? To give you whatever, blah, blah, blah. And here you sit with the same faculties that they have. Shut up. You don't deserve it, Mikhail. You don't deserve it. Shut up. You don't deserve it. If you're not willing to go and get it for yourself, if you're not willing to match the abundance that you want, if you're not willing to match the love that you want, if you're not willing to match the the wealth that you want, then you do not deserve it and you need to shut up because you ain't putting in what you're expecting to come out does that make sense you're not putting in what you're expecting to come out give thanks I'm very passionate about this because I understand how my life changed once I took responsibility for it if I'd continued the way I was when I was a teenager I would not be talking to you right now I wouldn't have the experiences I have I would not be in the place I am physically spiritually mentally all of that stuff I would not be where I am if I did not take responsibility yeah if I did not take responsibility and commit myself to what I know is good for me if you are suffering, you need to do what you need to do to make sure you're not suffering anymore and commit yourself to overcoming those things that are holding you back. You look following me yeah so for example, I have been I have been plant-based for 10 years yeah or should I say I've been on my health journey for 10 years since I was 19. When I was 19, I read a book by Dr. Layla Africa uh, called Nutricide, Nutritional Genocide, that talks about the the health-related diseases we get, the food-related diseases we get in our older age, particularly as black people, but everyone as well, that are linked to the foods we eat in our 20s, in our teens, in our 30s. And I said at that age, even though I love these foods, Even though I I absolutely, my life is surrounded by these things, I'll be damned if I reach 40 something and I have prostrate cancer because of a freaking burger, because of some chicken, because of some oxtail and rice. No, I wanna live a healthy life. I do not want spots on my face. I do not want to be coming down with the flu every week anymore. I do not want to be having diarrhea and stomach pains anymore. I do not want to be, you know, constantly having to go to the doctors to do that. Okay, if that's not what I want, if that's not the intention I have for myself, then I have a responsibility to do what it takes to get myself in a place where that can't happen. The other week, um, I had a lot of mucus in my lungs, right, and for the first time in a while, I got sick. Sick to the point, um, like where, like I was like flu, and I don't get the flu ever. I got it, and at that point, I had to check myself on what I was eating, what I was, um, you know, consuming, and I had, you know, and I had to go back again. I had to, you know, get more strict, and I did a week of, of just raw uh, fruits. And veg And and one day of full fasting With just water And I was healed In a matter of days And again That is my genu- general lifestyle Health is not just To be your concern When you're sick it, When you're sick It's too late It's too late You should be Concerned about your health Every day It should be just a part Of your lifestyle Um but I, you know, we're not, this isn't a you know, this isn't a nutritional conversation. <laughs> but it's about energy. I'm taking responsibility for the energy you put out and you take in. And energy comes in the form of your food. Energy comes in the form of the people you surround yourself with. Energy comes in the form in the media you consume, that what you look at, what you listen to. Does that make sense? Be responsible, guys. I had to unfollow, for example, I had to unfollow some some pages that uh, uh, that p- um, pushed women that were always scantily clad and that were always um, dressed in a way that was triggering for me as a man. Yeah? Now, it's easy to say, oh, they shouldn't do that. They can do what they want. But if I know that I'm triggered in a particular way by the way a woman dresses, then it's my responsibility to remove that from my experience, it's my responsibility, it's not their responsibility, their responsibility is to their, themselves, and my responsibility to, you understand, I had to unfollow some conscious people's pages, should I say conscious people's pages, I had to follow unfollow some conscious pages that only promoted how fucked up this world is, how bad it is for black people, like every time I go on their page, some black person is getting shot. Every time I go on some page, some policeman's punching some black girl in the face. Every time I go on the page, there's a black man hanging from a tree. And they're just constantly showing how, uh, you know, how white people was uh, just lynching black people. Now, I'm not saying I'm avoiding these things. I know that. I know these things very well. I've spent a lot of my early years consuming and understanding these the history of of my people and the condition in which we live in today but here I am as a 30 year old man building my legacy w- suffering is should not be the narrative of the future of black people do you understand? we are original people we are creators we are beautiful people there's so much more that I can consume that's going to help me build the heaven that they exist in does that make sense so I need to remind myself not of our inferiority not how life never gets good for us not how in the 60s we were struggling and now in the 2000s we're struggling yes that's the current reality but I need to also be able to envision what we can do I need to be able to I want to see the the, the young scientists in Zimbabwe who invented you know uh, uh, who invented solar powered cars that's what I want to look at you know I want to see the young girls in Ghana who invented generators that are fueled by urine I want to see you know the young guy who you know quit his job and started a, 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 a permaculture garden that feeds the community that's what I want to consume do you see what I'm saying that's heaven that's heaven I want to consume that so I curate that in my life I curate that that's what I want to see. You know, I want to see the young um, university graduates who are now opening up their second chain of restaurants. You know, I want to see the African, I want to see the, 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 the Sangoma ceremonies that are happening in uh, Joburg. Do you know what I'm saying? I want to see people getting initiated into their own indigenous spiritual system. That's what I want to consume. I want to see the latest dances in. Like, I want to see that more, more. I want to see it more than the pain, the suffering, because I know that already. I've lived it. Now show me something else. I've been beaten up by police. I've been wrongly arrested. I've been falsely accused of things. I've, I've, I've seen it. I want something else now. It's time to build heaven. It's time to build heaven. And I don't know about you. I ain't waiting on no one to come and save me. God gave me everything I need when I arrived on this earth. And it's a disrespect to the God that we say we serve him if we're saying we're waiting on some some human being or a white hippie to come and do for you what you know you can do for yourself. You're just not willing to try. I'm going to try and save this. This thing's giving me the countdown. Um, if you can, go back and screen record it. And send it to me if you can. I'm going to do the same thing. Sometimes it doesn't work. But I'm going to save this. Um, But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Also, if you guys... This will also be a part of the podcast that's coming out next month. Called Too High To Go Hell. The Midnight Podcast. If you want to be on that podcast. In terms of receiving DMs of when it's being put out. DM me your WhatsApp number. I will be sending you the podcast. um, Music. Um inspirational audio, prayers, poems, visuals, everything. Much love guys. The now has just begun. Heaven is your right. Heaven is your responsibility. This has been a powerful session, man.